two to go. Trip to the Sweet 16. Katie's got it. Rises up. The shot. And it's gone! It's gone! Wisconsin has won it! And while there are a lot of fantastic places all across our country to spend a fall weekend, if you were to ask me today if Madison, Wisconsin is the best in all of them, I would borrow from Bono and say it was Saturday night. Welcome to Bucky Cast, a Badger podcast by the fans, for the fans, with the fans, where we promise to never talk about Tyler Hero. Seriously. Ever. And now, here's your hosts, John, Justin, and Ryan on Wisconsin. John with you for a special edition of Bucky Cast. Alert, alert. I'm telling you, this is hot stuff. Every Badger fan, in their own small way, has a feeling of somewhat disdain, distaste, uh, ranking all the way up to blinding hatred for our arch rival, the uh, Minnesota Golden Gophers. Those uh, those gold-colored rodents, they just, they, they, they crawl under your skin and you just can't get them out. And we're here to talk about it. I've got Justin Ryan with me, um, but we're just, we're going to let the hate flow. This is like a cleansing for Badger fans. This is like a visiting a spa and just, just primal scream therapy inside of one of those hydro tanks. So we're just, I'm going to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let it all out uh, by starting off with a personal story. And you'll notice how calm I am right now. It'll get worse. Trust me on this. Back when I was growing up, back in the late 80s, uh, wasn't much of a Badger basketball or football fan because they weren't very good. Uh, loved men's hockey. And anyone who wanted an introduction to the sense of hatred that um, Minnesota engendered in Badger fans needed to go to a men's hockey game back in the late 80s. My dad would take me to these games, and on the way there, he would regale me with stories of, uh, you know, dead gophers being chucked out onto the ice, fist fights breaking out in the beer garden. You know, it, it was just something that, you know, he, he'd sort of ingrained in me. But, you know, I was a little kid. There was no real visceral hatred. And then I got to high school, and Badger football started to become good again. And so did men's basketball. And all of a sudden, there was this small obstacle in our way to having a really great season. In 1993, a really bad Minnesota Golden Gophers team beat Wisconsin in their Rose Bowl season. It was their only loss. 28-24, I think Wisconsin had four turnovers in that game. It was in the ridiculous Metrodome, which, um, you know, frankly, takes the crown for crap stadiums. In, uh, in sports stadium history. I'm trying to think of ones that were more epically bad. Maybe Expo Stadium in Montreal. But yeah, the Metrodome was, was crappy. Uh, there were, I think there were rats put in it before construction was finished, just to make it bad. Um, they painted them gold. True story. It happened. Wisconsin, from then on, has had sort of a ticky-tack relationship and I've had a ticky-tack relationship with Minnesota. Minnesota fans are just too over the top. They really cheer on their team, and they, they claim it's better than ours, and they don't really have a reason to do so. Um, Football-wise, 
I, I constantly hear them flashing seven national championships in our faces. Well, we'll get into that a little bit more because there's a huge asterisk to be appended to those seven national championships. Their men's basketball program is, is a flat line compared to Wisconsin. And we even have some juice over them in men's hockey, which is supposedly that's the whole reason the University of Minnesota exists. And then to top it all off, uh, here in the late 2010s, Minnesota decided to go uh, full douchebag. And they hired Richard Patino, who is one of the slickest um, DA, uh, assistant DA, um, prosecuting old people for their rent kind of dude you could ever get. Um, he just, he looks like a shady lawyer pacing up and down the sidelines or up and down the court. And then they decided that wasn't enough. The, we, we hadn't dialed it up to 11 yet at Minnesota. And they hired PJ Fleck, who has the personality of a personal trainer slash used car salesman. So on that note, I'm going to I'm going to bust out a little research, but I'm going to flip it over to Justin because I'm sure Justin wants to express just how much he dislikes the University of Minnesota. I mean, I'm going to completely agree with you. I have had a strong dislike for them. I, I honestly, they didn't really get under my skin until the PJ Flack hiring. Like I kind of just viewed them as a nice little game on the on the schedule, they were not a team that I was particularly worried about the game. I mean, dating back, I mean, the last time I worried about playing them in the season was Lawrence Maroney was on the roster. So that tells you how long. Isn't, doesn't that tell you everything like, you exactly. need to know about Minnesota? And um, and I, I've, my anger kind of comes from this is hearing such things because they finally have a quarterback that can complete over 50% of his passes that suddenly they went from, you know, bottom feeder to being a team that should be nationally a team to be reckoned with. And it's, you know, I, I kind of had a feeling after that season in 20, you know, 19, where I watched most of their games, I saw the bulk of the early season games where they were really inconsistent and quite honestly, yeah. not good against some bad teams. They got lucky. They should have lost to what was it? South Dakota. South Dakota, it was either South Dakota or South Dakota State. I mean, and Dakota when you're State. when you barely beat they should have FCS lost that team, that's not anything to brag about. Oh yeah. It's For not sure. like you should be appending that to a ring or something. Because people don't append uh partial accomplishments to a ring. Oh wait, wait, Minnesota did. Well, I mean, you gotta you gotta when you get the opportunity to get game day one time in a fifty year period, you know, you have to go ahead and put them on there. They've actually had it two times now. Twice, I know. And they've lost both Thanks those games. Thanks to us. <laughs> so that's definitely something to immortalize. Um, Ryan, go ahead. You've you've been quiet so far. We've all been quiet. We're going to get there. Yeah, I've just been taking in the hate, and I concur with all of the hate. I hate the state. I have told you guys before we've talked. The reason I'm an Atlanta Braves fan is because in 1991, the Twins played the Braves, and I wanted Minnesota to have nothing nice. So I wanted them to lose the World Series, and I've been an Atlanta Braves fan for the last 20 years because of that. I have a big Rand McNally map on my wall. I have a six-year-old son. I'm teaching him geography because I I like to try to be a good dad. And I've crossed off the state of Minnesota and wrote in big magic marker, worst state ever. I took one of his puzzle pieces, like my six-year-old. I've taken one of his puzzle pieces for another map and thrown it away. So when he puts together the, the map of America, 
There's just nothing there for Minnesota. It's like so a big gaping straight. hole. You, just tell them they succeeded. You're you're willing you're willing <laughs> to to corrupt your son's education and, and knowledge just because you hate Minnesota that much. That takes dedication. You know, I I am, I'm all about it. Like I I hate the state. I cheer for against Minnesota at all times. The only thing I'd say is I get I get I don't hate the Fleck. I, like I'm not I don't mind PJ Fleck. It, I don't know if that makes me weird on this podcast or as among Badger fans. I think he went to a program that was just <laughs> terrible and the dude interjects energy. I Which get it. All did. I'm saying is I get it. Um I get it. No, no, wait. I'm gonna I'm gonna hold up. They were they were not terrible. The year before he came in there, they were nine and four. They've been mediocre though for the best best that, part of twenty years. Here's the Can issue. we agree on that? Yes, of course. What's well, it's here's here's the issue that I have is that the, the fans are buying in because they have somebody that is more what's the word I'm looking for? He's he's a he's more of a promoter. Kill kill is a lot like Paul Christ. He was a guy who just knew what he was doing and he was. He seemed like a super nice guy and he ran the program the right way. They they weren't necessarily super talented, but he maximized what they had. And they probably would have continued to build under him and had he not had the health issues. And I didn't have a problem with it. Well, they wouldn't even have P.J. Fleck if they if they had not had to fire their previous head coach for standing up for people and, accused and, of And that's just sad. That's just sad. I've... You couldn't hate that dude. Like, as a Badger fan, you couldn't hate the dude trying to go out there and he's having medical issues on the sideline. Like, uh, we saw we saw that in-game. I mean, you, you couldn't hate that dude. Very hard to hate Jerry Kill. It was hard to build. It was hard to build a positive image of that program when you see their coach constantly down on the sidelines, um, having an epileptic seizure. That was bad. It's bad. It's a bad look. It is sad. And yeah, and and the part that I that makes me dislike them even more is how they will sit there and beg on him as a coach, and act like that that PJ Fleck has been such a transcendent coach in in comparison to that. Oh, and it's yeah. like, listen, the one year you had that you were your best year it was all players that they recruited. And you like you last year was a significant step down with his own guys. And, you know, to be fair, I figured there was going to be some of that because when you lose really talented players and it showed with them getting some guys drafted that you're going to have a drop off unless you have guys who have been consistently playing, getting reps that can step in that are at a similar talent level. Minnesota didn't have it. If you're a Minnesota fan, right, and again, just bear with me here. I, I would never accuse you or anyone else of ever being such a thing. But imagine you were a Minnesota fan and you've been pretty mediocre. What's the one coach that's beaten what's the one's coach what's the one coach that's beaten Wisconsin? Like only one coach has beaten Wisconsin in the last 15, 20 years. I mean we we all laugh about them putting like game day on their their rings, which is silly. But game day is a big deal. You know, like for a program that has not sniffed a game day appearance in a long time. Okay, hold on. This wasn't supposed to be oppositional, Ryan. You're killing me here. <laughs> I'm sorry. You I hate Minnesota. I really do. You don't. It's not something you celebrate. It's like a Big Ten West co-championship. Winning the Big Ten West co-championship is like taking an epic dump. It feels really good that that <laughs> happened, but you don't go around and talk about it. It's. You should never celebrate yeah. it. I agree. A hundred percent. We 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 can we can discuss this all we want because I I'm one of the few people that looks at that as the most ridiculous thing ever. When you look at the fact that the West records, we had what one loss, 
they have. By the way, I don't know if, two I don't know if everyone, in, in our, everyone actually following division. or maybe listening to this understands what we're even talking about in reference to. So Minnesota actually celebrated their quote unquote air quotes co uh, Big Ten championship in the West Division, even though we beat them head to head. We won the tiebreaker. We went to the Big Ten championship. I, the better division yeah, the better record. Every record. single normal metric that any normal human being would use to determine performance and standing as a tiebreaker, tie Wisconsin finished ahead of Minnesota. And yet Minnesota claims it as some type of um, gigantic accomplishment, which is absolutely hilarious and ridiculous. I think we all, I think all normal people agree with that. And they, they, this is my problem. They have like flash money that they're flashing in front of people. And it's, it's crappy money. It's I, sorry. I almost, I almost made this a PG uh, podcast. Um, anyway, um, selling the seven, those seven national championships, folks, those six of those championships occurred before world war two was over. In fact, they occurred before we were even in world war two and all of them are awarded. They were media awarded and not necessarily by the AP or the coaches poll. You know, anyone could have a poll back then, Mm -hmm. you know, bean snappers down the street could have a poll and proclaim them the national champion. And, you know, Hey, we are the national champions. There are, there is such a thing as unclaimed national championships. And, you know, Wisconsin's got three of them. Uh, Wisconsin actually won a national championship in 1942 that they, that they recognized, which I also am excluding for the purposes of this conversation because it happened during world war two. Um, it's, it's not something that we talk about. Yeah. It's not modern. I football. hear this all the time. When the forward pass isn't a, when the forward pass is a major part of college football <laughs> at that point in time, I'm sorry. It's irrelevant. <laughs> uh, to be fair, going back to be fair, going going back to Nebraska now. I I view their. Ooh, their I don't know about that. Let's not let's not get off it's course. Yeah. That happened, but there have, been major, there have been major changes. Those were in the, in the 90s, way. but yeah, I don't. I understand. I understand, but there have been major changes in the way that recruiting and everything else. Has, okay, but Minnesota's national championships handled in comparison well, to that. Nebraska's national championships were positively brand yes, new. Go ahead compared to the ones that Minnesota's won. The only one that they were ever a uh, consensus right. oh, champ they where they sure. got, you know, all the ma- most of the major polling organizations behind them was 1960, which was a sparkling eight and two record for them in which they lost in the Rose bowl, but they won the national championship before they even played in the Rose bowl. <laughs> and somehow, somehow playing, losing <laughs> to Purdue at home was not considered a major obstacle. I don't know how crappy football was in 1960, but it must've been abysmal because in no way, shape or form. And they shared the championship that year with Ole Miss. It's not even a, it's not even like a, a, an undisputed championship. They shared it with Ole Miss who has no other recognized national championships at all. So I'm, I, these national championships that they're flashing, it's a lot like their final four in 1997. I mean that, yeah, you went to the final four in 1997, but somebody else had to take all your players' exams for that to happen. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's not right. even recognized. I mean, right. that got taken away. Yeah. <laughs> to um, me, yeah, that's not recognized just, anymore. I, 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 uh, the, the panache it takes to go out and say, hey, guess what? We're seven-time football national champions. When, you know, people who played on that team, most of them are dead. That's crazy. They're all dead. <laughs> 
right? Like, it's, it's it's next level delusional. It's it's listen. It's the same thing with anybody. It's the same thing with anybody who has to go back prior to these kids being alive that wants to tout their program. It's a joke. And it's the same thing that Wisconsin fans have been fighting about for the last 15 years. Programs saying that we're we're better than your program because of accomplishments that have happened 20 plus years ago. Okay, you were better. You well, I mean, and I'm I'm just this is this is a a general statement. And it's it's frustrating to have programs to think that that actually is meaningful. When it's like, this isn't relevant. Like, what are you showing them? A, a trophy that is, you know, so tarnished at this point people, that it's almost non-existent. People who were born in the year you, you know, won a national was, championship are now towing senior citizenship. They're all, they're some of them are eligible for Medicare. So <laughs> let's not let's. Uh, I don't think we can convince Minnesota fans to put that one away in their pocket for like a really for for something to dig. That's all they have because uh, they're not going to. Yeah, and, two and, and we can. And, the and seven let's face the facts here. Time. They even they went eleven and two. Yes, they didn't make it to the Big Ten title game, and they didn't play in a big bowl game. They played in the Outback Bowl, and you beat Auburn, who is quite frankly the Big Ten's whooping boy when it mm-hmm. comes to bowl games. I don't. Was I don't. Eight and four. It's a, it's a ridiculous mm-hmm. accomplishment to celebrate. I can understand being excited. Like if but, Wisconsin went eleven and two, that's a legitimately great record. But um, I guess maybe it's the the newness of that feel of of winning double digit games because it hadn't happened in you know over a century. That's absolutely it. That's and it's it's the newness of that. It's the newness of beating Wisconsin that year. And they listen, Auburn's still year, a big though. bowl game. Like the name, the name Auburn compared to what they're used to, wholeheartedly for sure. Right, they didn't beat us there. I'm just saying, like, step Auburn, up. A step up in talent for sure for them. And Auburn's are, a big, fine. a big name. Even though we generally beat them as well, like every every Big Ten team, like you said, beats Auburn in a bowl game. It seems like. So let, and but. let's establish something here. Like the Outback Bowl, that's almost Minnesota's ceiling. Like Outback Bowl, mm. you know, it's it's yes. Wisconsin. That's just not like oh, we went to the Outback Bowl again. Our- our our expect our expectation is to be fighting for a New Year's Six Bowl, which we have made uh, three of that so is, far that is since the beast, since um, we moved from the BCS to the college football playoff. We've got three playoff. Minnesota, goose egg. You could probably make an argument for other seasons where we we probably had a decent argument to be. In so that. here's a question for you guys: College football Saturday. Obviously, we're all super invested in Wisconsin. Whatever is happening for Wisconsin that week. How invested are you guys in and watching and hoping Minnesota loses? Oh God, I'm totally basis? in. I'm all in. I, yeah. Every every single weekend, yeah. like I want them to lose. And I've I've even gotten to the point where I've been conflicted some years where a Minnesota win would help Wisconsin for some reason. And I I just cannot bring myself to ever cheer for them. Bowl game. Listen, one of the highlights of my la- my season for this last year was watching them against Maryland. Oh yes. I yeah. I watched, watched, game. Game. watched I, I watched, I watched almost that entire game. I watched them cough that game up and it was one of the most beautiful experiences that I, I know on had. every, because oh, one, go ahead. I, I want Maryland to at least be competitive in the big 10 because I feel like that's a team in a city that's large enough where they, it can make that transition to a seven and five, eight and four type team. But to me, the Big Ten being good is good, is a good for the entire conference. But watching them beat them was just a thing of beauty, because it it was like 
I knew coming into the season with the way things played out, and just we we've seen it before with us. You build to this level. Even Alvarez, who's considered a Hall of Famer, had down seasons or losing seasons after he had his upperclassmen leave. And that's not something that you can transition past overnight. You it takes a lot of building to get to the point where you're consistently putting together the depth in recruiting classes that you can have guys leave and still have talent that's going to fill that gap. And a lot of it is trenches. But in defense as a whole, you need playmakers. They lost every playmaker they had on that defense, and there was nobody who was showing flashes going into it. And it showed this last year. They were atrocious. And the th- like just right off bat. The thing that really um, sticks in my craw is, you know, I don't remember when I was younger and being a Wisconsin fan, um, you know, flashing the Rose Bowl in front of Minnesota fans like it was this great thing. But here we've got Minnesota saying, look at this. We won 11-2. and two. We were Big Ten co-champions. You even lost to us in that season. Right. And then to brag about beating us in 2018, which is, you know, oh, great. You finally a terrible got a year win. For us. It was also yeah. a terrible year for I, us. It's, it's, it's frustrating for me because, yes, they, they don't want to take any rational look at it and be like, yeah, they were down a lot of guys. It's just fine. They, they won the game. It is what it is. It sucks for us to feel that way. But it's really frustrating to look at that and be like, yeah, we, we took you guys down to your best. Okay, well, we had a quarterback that was just flat-out awful and who most of us were calling for him to not play in that game in 2018. Also, the defensive line was just flat-out bad. And the funny part was that defense from 2018 was still, from a statistical standpoint, better than almost every year that Minnesota has a defense including the 11 and two year. It's just it having, having Minnesota fans uh, and one of the things they love, and this is what makes them really intensely irritating. They love owning the, the Badger fans. You know, let's, let's be as big a jerks as we can. And we're going to, we're just going to get in your face about it. We're going to go full, uh, you know, throw a drink at you. Um, you know, ugliest chick in the bar dressed in the tightest skirt, um, flaunting your boobs all over the place. That's what it feels like to have Minnesota fans like coming up to you and being, hey, remember us? We're your big rivals. And, you know, okay, we haven't beaten you in 15 years, but come on, get out of my face. Isn't that every fan base? Isn't that every fan base, though? Like, again, I tr- just playing devil's advocate. No, it's second. really not. I, I don't know. I don't know about – okay. Maybe this speaks to the way that I view fandom as compared compared to other people. I am respectful until you give me a reason to start. I think you're shots. probably unusual. I'm just saying, and I don't, I don't doubt that. I don't doubt that, but I don't like to talk smack unless somebody starts coming at me and getting cocky. And it happens with Minnesota fans all the time because they have one good year, and it's like now we're. All here I would say, I will tell all I would say is if you put. If you gave the Badgers ten straight mediocre years, Badger Badger fans, and then you put some beer into them, they're going to be every bit as 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 cocky and whiny. I don't think fan bases are generally too different. I really don't. And I, well, I mean, they're called fanatics. Yeah, I just think we've had a stretch where we've been very successful, and they've had a stretch where they've been very mediocre. And then they finally got a few tiny blips. They're like that EKG machine that's been like the the, the deadline, deadline, deadline. We have have proof of life. Right. And there's a little bit of proof of life. And, of course, they're going to go way over the 
the top with that. Okay, look, when you're but pro- I think every fan base would. When your program is baselining more than than Purdue, I mean Purdue's got a couple of Big Ten titles. I mean, look oh, around yeah. the Big Ten West. Outside of outside of Nebraska, which Nebraska made a conference championship game. Has any program like sat there at their at, you know, barely visible longer than Minnesota has? And now they've suddenly like, oh, we're resurrected, we're a power again. No, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. Show me the show me the proof. First of all, beat a beat a worthy non-conference opponent for God's sake. And, you know, string together some wins against somebody. Is that too much to ask? Evidently it is because they just can't do Probably it. Probably is. I just, I, I, well, I don't think any of us, I don't think any of us think Minnesota is on the upswing, do we? Like, I like Fleckborn and you guys, but I don't think they're on the upswing. I, I don't believe so at all. I think the recruiting, as much as they like to build it up that they think their recruiting is really taking a step forward, I, I really don't think it has because they're not building well, in the trenches. Taking... The teams that in the, in the West are going to be problems are going to be Iowa, us, and I think Northwestern just has good enough coaching that they're a problem, provided that the, the replacement for Hankowitz is a legitimate, legitimately good defensive hire. I was going to say, can you have a successful Badger season? Can you feel good about a season if you lose to Minnesota? Let's let's say you're 10-2, and 11-1. and one. Nope. No. Right, you can't – You that's what – yeah, I exactly – There's, there's only one team in the Minnesota. Big Ten that I am okay with a loss to, and that's Ohio State. 100%, right? But if, if, if you no, have to no one doubt. game to win – it's going to be the Minnesota game. It's it still is. It 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 that's never changed. And I know right. Minnesota fans are congratulations. Going to love that. We gonna, hate oh, you. Yeah, we've got all these guys skin so much. You're the worst. Congratulations. You're one of the most hated teams in the Big Ten, if not the most hated. No. Yeah. Right, we hate Everyone you. wants not, to kill you. It's not. It's you're not. You're not under. You're not. You're not under my skin. I just like having my thumb on you. Yeah, exactly. I like. I like being able to look at you and be yes. like, you want to sit here and try throwing all this venom at us, and it's like, no, I want to just continue to kick your butt. Because I no, want to prove to you that you should just shut your mouth and have respect until you prove yourself. And Minnesota's you brought it. a knife to a gunfight is essentially what's going on here now. Especially no, with the say, my, my last real thought on this is because I've heard Badger fans say this, and I want to bring it up because I don't think you guys are going to agree. I've heard Badger fans say they didn't hate necessarily when Minnesota beat us just because it adds some spice to the rivalry. My thought is I would be so good with Minnesota never winning another game again I don't give a crap. My rivalry is totally content with 30 years, 40 years, 50 years of That's, total annihilation. Yeah. I'm, I don't care. I love I it. wanted to see 20 years. Yes. I think when we got to five games of a win streak against them, and I, I started to think decade of dominance, decade of dominance. And then we got there, and I was like, yes. oh, man, this is such a this is such an anti-climax. Because now we keep going, you know, 11, 12. <laughs> we almost got to 15, a decade and a half. That's ridiculous. It's completely crazy. Not only that, I, just a couple of, of minor trivia notes. P.J. Fleck has taken Western Michigan to a New Year's Six Bowl. So, Minnesota, you have to match up to Western Michigan's bar. That's right. And by the way, Wisconsin beat them in that year, just so you know. Um, oh, they basically dominated that game. They just didn't – the scoreboard doesn't by show any. But. We basically By any rational football measure outside of that um, highly disputed 1960 national championship, Wisconsin is a better football program. Um, more bowl appearances, more bowl wins. Um, actually, a, a over 500 bowl record, which Minnesota you know, sadly can't claim, uh, amongst other things. 
you look at the last you look at the last 20 years in the Big 10 and Wisconsin is the number 2 team in the conference. <laughs> Over the last 20 years, we we probably have the second best record. We probably have the mo- the second most titles. I think Michigan would dispute that with we us, have... but I don't really care what Michigan thinks. So I'll go along with what you're saying. How? What have they done? Michigan has been terrible since 1997. They've had one New Year's Six game, I believe. I mean, if we're gonna if we're gonna kick dirt on other teams right now, we can we can probably kick a little dirt on Michigan. But um, for for Minnesota to claim that they're coming onto a par with us is 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 laughable on the face of it. It's laughable. You even look at any of the facts, but we're not looking at facts here. This is fandom. So I guess we're just going to have to keep our foot on their throats and hold them down. Thankfully their men's basketball program has gone full dumpster fire with uh, Richard Patino basically begging for his job to remain. So I'm, Nobody I'm curious to see um, who they hire next. Uh, can, can they go lower on the totem pole? Can they? I, I, I mean, Richard Pitino is pretty bad. Like he, I honestly thought he should have I'm, gone a I'm waiting. Years ago. He just, the guy is not a winner. I'm so. waiting for the, uh, I don't think they'll ever go there. Him, join him moment where they hire a No, I don't think they could do it. To do it, but, um, I, I don't <laughs> know that anyone would do it. You'd have to throw a boatload of money. I, I think there's dislike all the way up the ladder at yeah, that school. It's, well, they tried Paul uh, Chris. It's just, it, yeah, it's ugly. Um, <laughs> This was, nah. (sighs) That was a lot to unpack. And I didn't even get to full froth yet. I mean, this is a conversation that's had in bars across uh, Wisconsin and Minnesota, wherever residents of the two states meet. (laughs) And it goes on for much longer than this. So, you know, once you get like three beers in, it starts turning into a fist fight or throwing chairs. Uh, At this point, it wasn't always that way. I appreciated it when Minnesota fans just stayed quiet for that 10 years we completely dumped on them in the 2000s but i I think we're gonna go ahead and finish this one up boys and just say hey if you listen to this guys i hope you enjoyed it listening to us go on our little tirade if you want to give us your thoughts go ahead and feel free to reach out reach out to us on twitter at the bucky cast and uh yeah we look forward to hearing from some of you guys if you have some of those same thoughts about the minnesota golden golfers and your hatred for them You've been listening to the Bucky Cast, a Badger podcast by the fans, for the fans, and with the fans. Uh, we really appreciate all the time, everyone who came aboard today to listen to the show. If you want to follow us on Twitter, uh, we are at TheBuckyCast, and email is TheBuckyCast at gmail.com. Feel free to email us anything you want us to talk about, any um, comments on the show, anything you agree or disagree with us on, and we'll definitely get to it and respond. We appreciate it, and until next time, on Wisconsin. <laughs>